When hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Hey there, and welcome to the wonderful world of Disney+. Plus. This week we are four brothers and a dad, and we are going to be talking about uh, the finale and the final review of Ahsoka, also the premiere of Loki Season 2, and Haunted Mansion, which was added a couple weeks ago. Uh, but before we begin, my name is Ben. I'm Sam. I'm Ike. I'm Abe. And I'm the dad. All right, we'll get going here pretty soon. We're all actually getting ready to head down to Disney World, uh, the mothership of this, of this all, uh, next week. So uh, we're all tired, getting everything packed up and ready to go. Um, but uh, let's start with just get launch into it. Let's start with Ahsoka. Uh, whatever, Abe, what did you feel like, how it wrapped up the finale and kind of the overall for the season? What were your thoughts and uh, feelings at the end? Don't go with me yet, because I'm trying to fix my mic. So, okay, uh, Sam, what were your wrap-up thoughts and uh, for the finale and the the whole season as a whole? Um, I really liked the whole season in general. I thought it was pretty decent. Um, I thought the finale was a bit of a disappointment. Hmm. Um, I just felt like it could have wrapped up a little more satisfyingly. I think. Um, I don't know. I felt like Thrawn kind of got away with a little bit of luck, like. I don't know. I, I felt like it could have been more decisive victory for him where it was kind of like everything played perfectly into his plan and, you know, more than like he just barely had enough time to get away. Um, I think it could have made him feel a little stronger. I felt like they just kind of left Balin or whatever. Um, like he just kind of disappears for the second half of the season, which is fine. It just, I think they could have kept him in it a little as a major, more major player. Um, I thought the, one lady's demise was a little weak. I mean, really? Wow. Morgan? I thought she had a good. Test. I just felt like she had almost no point in the series. I so, mean, like, yeah, she did. She directed Balin and they, she helped them all find the map. And then but she, she could have done it, accessed I mean, it with the magic know. and stuff. Like, I felt like she had a decent. But then I they just her killed her off. Like, like she, I don't know. So she I didn't care for her character at all in the other shows, I feel like. Well, I didn't even realize she was in the other shows hardly. I mean, there's no reason for her to be in the other shows like it, it doesn't add to her character at all i mean ahsoka interacted with her and that's where we heard thrawn mentioned the first time was when she fought her in the temple which was a super cool fight i know but it doesn't like you wouldn't know that unless somebody told you hardly i mean i guess i mean i thought it was pretty but i guess not but, but you only knew it because of going into it you knew she was going to be in it maybe i mean she has the same look but I, mean, she's not I, I saw him. But... I didn't know it was the same lady until you guys told me. I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, I've also watched season two like four times of Mandalorian, so <laughs> maybe that's why. That probably helps. That yeah. helps. Which one thing I thought did was interesting, think... did you realize that Morgan, the actress, she was her dad apparently was the protege and like training partner with um, Bruce Lee. So she like grew up with Bruce Lee and all of those and like so she oh, actually yeah. did her own stunts and stuff yeah, like she actually like martial arts super that, yeah. super martial arts lady so I thought that huh. was kind of interesting but uh what did you think Abe now that you're 
Mike's hopefully figured out. Yeah. Does it sound better? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a little disappointing. I don't know. I just, since none of the other episodes have been, or at least the ones leading up to the other two leading up to it, weren't anything like wow moments. Because that's that's what I want. I want wow moments. And I feel like we haven't gotten that in so long in any of the shows except for maybe one scene or one, ep, you know, one five minutes of one episode. And I really wanted that to be in Ahsoka because it looked like that from the trailer. It looked like there's so many cool moments. And I feel like there were. There were tons I of don't cool know. moments. I mean, sure, they there were like cool moments. Shocking, there were... like jaw on the floor moments. Yeah, that's what I want. I want really cool moments. Like, I want the fights to be so cool. I want everything. And then, so that was kind of a letdown. Um I think I it would know. be kind of cool. I thought it would be kind of fun to do, and maybe not on the podcast or anything, but I'd just be interested to do like a fight comparison between like this and like the Phantom Menace or something mm-hmm. like that, and just see why they don't feel the same. And it's also to do with the stunt coordinator. I mean, I think well, I'm sure it is, but I just I don't mean, I mean like she, she did a great job with some of the fights, but some of the fights are definitely not nearly as fluid. Like Morgan and Ahsoka, I thought that fight was incredible. Like so good like i mean their fluidity and then their motions and like the speed of it i mean because most likely rosario dawson was replaced with the stunt double and then morgan is actually really good at stunts in real life so it showed i mean but you could tell it was definitely different from previous fights with ahsoka fighting someone else like i thought it was really good but then it was just hit or miss because like anakin and ahsoka was you know again it felt really good because he had a lot had a lot of previous experience and then like even ahsoka and balin i thought that was a really cool fight but then other ones you know like earlier on with the inquisitors and stuff in the forest and then shin and then sabine like they're just i don't know if it's you know lack of training because like some of the fights i thought were really really solid like way better than other shows we've gotten um, I mean, obviously, Darth Vader and Obi Wan was pretty cool, but it's still not amazing. I don't think. I'd just be curious really to see: is like, is it because there's of lots of Reva stuff, but the fights themselves are not good, or is it because the characters haven't been built up the right way, or is it because you know why? Why do some fight scenes seem to stand out more than others? Why? Why is it work that way? One thing that I feel like might stood out to me was I feel like it's a pacing thing, and it feels kind of like. All of a sudden, it's like, all right, now it is time to fight. And instead of like building, 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 you know, like in Phantom Menace, you have a whole movie's mm-hmm. worth of build up to the final finale, which really yeah. is that final battle and stuff. Um, and I, I and that was my biggest thing is, you know, I enjoyed it week to week, but I ne- I felt like it was very rare where I forgot that it wasn't just like. Like where it just kind of swept me up and I didn't even think about it. Like, I feel like there was a lot of times where I was feeling like it just I could just feel the, this same with Boba Fett, uh, but way more extreme. So I'm not this is much better than Boba Fett. But I'm just saying like where I, you, I can feel the people making it, if that makes sense. Like it just feels kind of. uh I don't know. It feels contrived. Yeah, it just feels like everything. There's a lot of convenience, a lot of like not. And and honestly, like I just don't. Uh, I, and maybe I need to watch a show. Honestly, the Marvel shows, maybe that's them. But like, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of shows. To Loki, like Loki just felt right. Like right. it just felt so much. Better. I just yeah, I, I just feel All like right. I haven't well, really watched something where it felt like. Um, it just built well through the whole thing and, and maybe tv shows just can't do it i don't know but um, so hard 
Like people think it's easy, but it's very difficult. I'm to not make saying it's easy. I'm saying, compelling. but maybe I just don't like TV shows as much then. Cause like, I just feel like they just don't have stakes. They didn't feel like there was tension. It didn't feel like it was build up. Like someone mentioned, like on the last episode, you know, they've got a countdown essentially to when they got to get back to the ship before it leaves. But like Ahsoka and Sabine are just kind of riding along on their things. They're just kind of talking like everything's real slow. Like it could literally be like one hour and there's a countdown and the hard music like blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and they're going as fast as they possibly can. And everyone's, you know, trying to stop them and like, but they don't really build up like tension like that. Uh, mm-hmm. So I feel like it, it makes the stakes feel less important or it doesn't feel as like, um, impactful, if that makes sense. But I, I mean, I think you liked it overall. So what, what was your final yeah, I was, takeaway? I was pretty happy with it. I mean, again, I, there was lots of moments where I had lots of problems with, and I thought there was a lot of choppiness and just not jarring scenes necessarily, but yeah, it didn't feel super grounded and just some of the dialogue was very weak, but like, again, like it as a TV show by itself, it is, it is not amazing, but like as star Wars goes, I thought it was great. I mean, I loved most of that, all the episodes. I mean, one of my least favorite episodes was honestly episode five, even though the beginning with Anakin was super, super cool. The later half of it was really boring, I thought. But even the final, I thought it could have been stronger. I mean, it's still, I mean, I think we all literally, I, I wasn't on the podcast. You guys all said uh, predictions and stuff, but you were all pretty much spot on with a lot of the stuff. So I don't think it was shocking that Thrawn got away. I think it could have, you know, been executed probably a little bit better to show his mastermind and geniusness. But I mean, overall, I thought for Dave Filoni for having, you know, his first full show, I thought he did a pretty good job as Star Wars goes. I mean, a lot of thought went into the story and then the character moments, even though, you know, some of the acting could have been a little bit better for sure. Um, and I mean, yeah, I mean, I think the final had some really, really cool moments, but overall it felt just not super, super strong compared to some of the other episodes. But I feel like for where we're at now at the end of this show, I'm pretty happy. And I feel like a second season, I feel I could do wonders for it. Like that now that they've kind of figured out some of their stuff and obviously it's, it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect, but I think I could envision a second season being more polished in a lot of the areas and kind of faster pace. And now that they've kind of got what they, the whole season was, you know, going for with Thrawn and stuff, setting them back into the other galaxy and then Balin and stuff, which even that's super cool. Like when he's on the, the Mortis, uh, the father statue or whatever you can see in the distance there's a beacon like pulsing and stuff and then when ahsoka you know when she's on the planet or whatever morai her the uh, sister owl shows up which always kind of shows up when she's kind of at the place she needs to be and she says you know i'm right where i need to be so i'm assuming that they'll for the next season or whatever the movie or whatever it'll be I mean, there's a lot of theories going around of who is calling to balin but it's most likely going to be a pretty interesting character so I mean um, and pretty forced stuff. But. I mean I know people keep talking about it but everyone thinks they'll probably just like here everyone thinks recast him. I mean otherwise yeah, I feel sure. like it's pointless. Oh, yeah. He was awesome. I love Balin. It's super sad cuz he did a fantastic job with the character. I thought he was probably the best for sure out of the whole show. Um I thought the promise overall, of them was the best but then yeah, I didn't feel like he ended up getting to really have much purpose well, in the end. I mean that's how shows do. I mean they always set up things and then they carry it through Not the next good shows. Like, I mean good shows should hopefully shows make each person well, have what meaning. What they do is they they build it up and they you don't complete every they plot tempt line you ever the whole in the first way through. Season. No, they don't complete them but they give you information about it. We had no information on We what just had his promises of what he was, it was or just something like, something, yeah. something but it it didn't even give you enough to like 
by the end of the show, you're like, oh yeah, he did kind of say something about that. But... I would say standing on the Mortis statues is pretty cool and pretty. Yeah, but the average Joe does not know what that is. Yeah, and it didn't but, feel yeah, satisfying if you to his watched arc. Clone Wars, you're like, okay. Yeah, it could have been done better. But yeah, overall, I thought the visual effects and stuff, the music was phenomenal. I mean, I thought there were a yeah. lot of strengths yeah. to the show, but again, there were a lot of weaknesses. So. Okay. Well, I will say one thing. Uh, transitioning to season uh, two of Loki, uh, I think I liked episode one of Loki more than the whole season of Ahsoka, to be honest. <laughs> um, uh, not saying I hated Ahsoka, but I thought season two felt really good. Um, but Dad, what did you what did you like getting back into it? I thought it was if I was gonna if I was gonna do my bucket list for a second season of any show, I would say. Loki did it. You know, sometimes I feel like second seasons feel like a, you're watching something different, you know, where they change the music, they change the style a little bit, they change the people. And it just feels like, uh, you know, it was just like we finished up season one and we just continued. And I thought it was wonderful. Uh, you know, I know some of the reviewers on the internet are like, Oh, it's not the same plot line or storyline or not as clear, but I, I thought it was super fun. I can hardly wait till tomorrow night when we get to watch number two. Oh, the wow. second uh, episode. Is it Wednesday nice. or Thursday? Thursday. Oh, was, I thought Thursday. it was on Tuesday. Is it on no. Thursday? Yeah, they're oh. doing all on Thursday, unfortunately. Well, I guess I won't be able to see it then. <laughs> we'll have to watch it on the road. Yep. Uh, but I thought it was really good. Yeah. Is Owen Owen Wilson might be low key one of my favorite huh, no pun intended uh, favorite um, actors at this point. Like I just every time he shows up, I just Super like love him. He's just so fun. He's just really mm-hmm. likable. I think mm-hmm. he just he kind of feels like a guy you'd like to just talk super to. You know, fun and kind and you know just yeah warm. Mm-hmm. But Abe, yeah, I loved it. I mean, it just it felt so good and right. I don't know. Like the first season felt that all the way through besides maybe one episode but yeah this one just it was it was funny well not yeah it was funny but yeah i mean i think obi will be a cool character i mean he was super good in it i haven't seen him in the other things but they say they he acts identical in uh indiana jones i believe but yeah, yeah mobius 40 years earlier yeah. and he's exactly talks exactly yeah. like that I wonder, I wonder if he actually talks like that because that would be awesome yeah but, and he was just in the movie, The Everything Everywhere All at Once, which right. I think got the Oscar right last year for mm-hmm. but it's a multiversal movie. So people said he's it's really cool to see him in another kind of multiverse. And they said uh Obi, uh whatever, he he Q I can't say his name, but they said his first interaction with anyone like press or like entertainment industry and stuff after he got his Oscar was Kevin Feige called him up and said, you know, great job tonight. He's like, You have to be in a project with us. We want you so bad to come join us, you know, kind of thing. And that's Loki. They didn't know at the time what he was going to be in, but that's what he ended up getting. Nice. But I felt like the role felt fit really well. Yeah. For him. He was no, I think he was quirky. a really good character. Um, I think that scene was a standout scene too. I just, right. I really yeah. enjoyed. I hope they kind of, and maybe they won't do this at all, but I hope they kind of play on like that type of time travel a little bit more because I thought that felt super like understandable and approachable more than some of the multiversal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was just a really fun interaction where he's kind of like, mm-hmm. he's like, have you ever seen this before? And he's like, no, yeah. never seen it. Oh, it's like, wait. actually, I kind there's of this one guy, now. you know, I mean, I just, it was mm-hmm. a fun scene and I think, yeah. I don't know, that could be a, and really that, that was a real, uh, <clears throat> a revealer of maybe the past 
you know, to because, to, you know, in the first season, you're kind of confused as not that they've been for all time, but now it appears that they've had their memories kind of they've forgotten things uh, and maybe they've been there a while. But uh, there is a past to the TVA. You know, mm-hmm. the I thought it was interesting because I thought they would do this. You know, the whole universe has changed now. Um, you remember from the very last ep- scene in episode one where they show Kang, you know, as those big, well, mm-hmm. it does look like he's been there before, you know, and really we visited the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't the the present time. And I, I think it made a lot of sense, you know, when they he takes his little disappear stick, forget me stick, you know, and he makes mm-hmm. the, the background that they've covered it over. Mm-hmm. Um, so or I was thought it vice was... versa. Was that the future one? I can't remember. That was the they covered it up in the future. Yeah. But even yeah. like that, that was a thing that was a major cliffhanger in the end of last season, and it was very frustrating in the moment. And everyone mm-hmm. was like, "What the heck?" And I remember Sam being super not bothered necessarily, but I'm like, he cried for a week. I'm like, yeah. we have to wait. I'm like, they're gonna explain it, but it's you know, which is the annoying part with these shows. Like even with Ahsoka, like these th- cool things they theoretically set up with Balin, and then you know Loki season one, they wait so long to begin production yeah. on the second season it's That's like exactly oh, what two years from ahsoka say, yeah. will maybe get another season or maybe a big mm-hmm. movie at this point because now everything's mixed up right but it's just frustrating when we have to wait so long and well, i was I just... saying go ahead. Yeah, go ahead i was just saying to ben last night i'm like after i mean again the second episode could be slower or whatever but after just watching the first episode of this i'm like why do they not speed this process up to get to loki season two before a lot of their other multiversal projects like this is so much stronger version of their vision of what they want to do with Kang and the multiverse. And it just feels such better energy. And I don't know, it's just, it's way more intense. It feels way more real. It feels even more grounded somehow than a lot of the other ones. It just feels like, why did we not get here faster? And why did we get all these other products that felt so pointless? Even well, like, do you think part of that is, like, it's just, is that the strong performance by, you know, all of them. Uh, Loki and by, Oh, Mobius and by the other guy. So whenever there's a downtime there, you don't have to have action every single second if the actors are super strong. And I feel like it was kind of like, oh, this is the fun part. You know, the interaction, just they're talking about whatever, you know, did that hurt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, That's, it didn't hurt. You know, that was so is, funny. It's such a you know, about, oh, I can't watch that again. I lied. Yeah. It looks and terrible. And over to the lady in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you're being born and <laughs> dying at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And it was just, you know, so it doesn't have to be nonstop fighting the right. whole time yeah. or special mm-hmm. effects. And uh it was just it just feels so much more real like you know quantumania just feels so um i don't even know the word but this just feels a lot more grounded even though it is still fantastical but possible it just yeah and and you just connect to it and and that helps so much i feel like it just all they're not on volume for any of it so like the camera movements are all handheld and they're like panning around they're moving real quick like that's not possible on the volume and you can tell that it feels so alive their sets are amazing i mean it's just a real fun the same way i mean yeah it just and maybe that's part oh Maybe that's part of it, too, that it doesn't feel so fantastical. You know, it's kind of fantastical with kind of a retro feel. You know, it feels like that where Obi's office is could be in the basement of some mm-hmm. other big exactly. factory. You well, know? And, uh, well, I think also people just react in real ways. They don't they have like 
they act like real people, right. even though they're, they're not doing these super long drawn out things. stare downs and Some big fake and tension. Like, and like, he's like, he's like my oh, skin I don't even get sleep. peeled off. He's yeah. Like, why would I want that? Why would I do that? Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, yeah. they just like, that's how a person it's just like real interactions like versus like these melodramatic. This is what I'm supposed to do in this moment. You know, I mean, because nobody yeah. acts like that. Right. Mm. No, hundred percent. That's exactly what they need, though, for the multiverse stuff. Mm. I think you want it to feel as grounded and as re- not relatable. But I need that everywhere. But also, and they said, like, like to go back to like Ant Man, like I think like Janet Van Dyne, like right. the whole time she's like withholding information from him, and the it only just, reason yeah. she does that is so the movie can happen, and right. it it just kind of takes you out of it because you're like, why is she not telling her the people yeah. she loves most the danger they're in? Like and we're literally there in the middle of it right now, now so it's not just like so much you know. of it comes down to just sharp writing, which I feel like Loki is so good at just quick dialogue and it's just precise Ooh. and it's not. Who's the lady in the elevator? Do we know? Nobody, I don't think. At the end. Like, it seemed like that was, like, when he's oh. in the future. You mean Sylvie? Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah that was Sylvie. Yeah. She doesn't look as much like yeah. her. Yeah, so who do you weird. think pruned him at the end? Do you think that was... Loki or Mobius, probably. Yeah. Oh, oh it could have been a... Well, maybe they do cross each other. Loki, I don't know. Right. Loki, like they'll a, probably a, later in the season or maybe halfway through they'll get to that point in time and then they'll have to you know yeah that's like that's a good that's a, stuff. I, yeah, that's, that's I do a think good, it yeah. is a big deal that we finally have gotten something that's sequential in this since Endgame you know it's just part of it, it just gets exhausting to have like so many things that are going to be supposedly built up and we've talked about it a hundred times but it just they just haven't really it's just there's so many things that they haven't really been able to build off of each other too much. There's been little bits and pieces here and there, but mm-hmm. so it's just good that they finally got around to it. But part of it is hard because like you don't know what Marvel and Disney are going to do. So same with Star Wars, like other than Mandalorian, it's like, is this something I should care about? Is it going to build off, you know, and literally a direct sequel, but they keep canceling, moving things around, adjusting like. So it is a little bit discouraging sometimes to be like, is this little tease going to be paid off in four years, one year, never, you know, and this is nice to so finally see some. Super I don't cool. think they Marvel have... really knows what they're doing right now. They do. I, mean, but I, don't, it's just... I don't think they have a definitive, like, mm-hmm. this is the goal we're going towards. They I might they have, have a goal. I think they have 10 different ones and they're it. trying to work towards all of them at the same time. Yeah, but Ke- people have said basically, like, people behind the scenes, they're like, Kevin Feige's whole priority pretty much right now is to nail secret wars and to right. nail deadpool because deadpool they said basically like it's leaked right. been leaked for several months now but, they said the tva is going to be like a huge plot in the deadpool but movie, the steps which is in between have been being moved around constantly like they'll cancel armor wars or they'll change it into movie yeah. or they'll get rid of iron heart or they'll change when echo comes out like they're moving pieces around constantly so the pieces don't feel as critical if they can all just be moved around to get to the end goal in the end anyway but and because i think the end goal is shifting right probably bit. some well, and they keep pushing some, things back I'd say too, the in between so. is shifting i'd say but well, yeah, it'll be super exciting to see where it goes, but we should talk about our last topic here, which is the Haunted Mansion, which came out back in July, uh, but just was added here a week ago, about, or a little less. Um, super fun. Uh, again, starring Owen, Owen Wilson and a bunch of others, and actually the Ahsoka, Ahsoka. actor. Uh, <laughs> she's the main lady in it. Um, Danny DeVito and some others. But uh, Sam, you want to start? What, did you get to watch it? I did. Um, it took me about three sittings, but I, I got through it all. Um, it was really fun. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I think it, besides pirates, it's been their best, like 
ride to movie movie um i think it it does a really good job in taking like aspects of the ride and working them into the plot it doesn't feel like they just took the setting and that. made it happen didn't feel forced um, i really yeah i really appreciated like the ghost will follow you home you know and they worked that in really well they worked in the mm -hmm. 999 haunts really well um mm -hmm. i thought the twist at the ending was pretty good uh yeah and all the actors were really fun the main guy uh ben i don't know what his actor name was but He's really um, good he was really enjoyable and he was a good actor um i thought the characters were all really colorful yeah. and uh, just entertaining um yeah it was it was fun i definitely it'll be one i'll watch again yeah nice I mean, I already do want to watch it again, really. I mean, it was just such a fun being in the world. We watched of it, it two nights in a row. Watched it twice, yeah, or in a row. Yeah. Abe didn't What'd want to watch think, the movie Abe? at my basement just to watch it again. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What did you think, Abe? I was I was surprised. I mean, because Ike was the only one who watched it in theaters. I was going to go, but it didn't work out, and I wasn't Not true fan. pumped to watch it. So I was like, oh, it'll be fine, I'm sure. But no, I was pleasantly surprised. It was... Yeah, very good, very fun to watch, funny. Uh, felt like the ride, and yeah, all the actors were great. There was Mobius in it, so, you know, he's Disney's using him for sure because he's mm -hmm. amazing. Do you think if you hadn't uh, been on the ride, do you think it would be as fun? Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, Josh, well, Maggie's boyfriend, had it, oh. hasn't been on the ride, obviously, and he enjoyed it. And I oh, think, yes, I mean, he obviously doesn't like it as much as us. That's where I feel like sure. it's not think, too heavy handed that it doesn't make sense on its own. You know, like there's obviously very clear stuff, but mm -hmm. I don't feel like the story was like giant holes. If you hadn't watched, you know, I mean, you ride. just wouldn't get some of the like this. Yeah. The bat stanchions, you know, in right. front of the fireplace or the, same with or the wallpaper you know, or you wouldn't recognize that, you know, the main haunted mansion is the Disneyland one and the. Right. Trump's is cool. Disney World, you know, which I thought right. was super yeah. cool. Very cool. Yeah, that was really fun. I did think it was funny. Ike, before the movie started, he's like, uh, he's like, it's it's pretty good. I just they just picked a, such a weird name for the main character. It's really hard to get past or whatever. And then when they said, you know, my name's Ben or something like that, I was like, ha ha, oh, good yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize he's like, I'm Ben. Like he like says it so yeah. like it's yeah, it's perfect. I was a little lost at the beginning. Yeah, because I did. That was not clear. Of that jump. <laughs> I thought they could have handled that a little bit better because they they show him like it's like a flashback kind of for the slow reveal, but mm -hmm. um, it was so abrupt. I'm like, was that a dream? Yeah, I didn't was realize that. that like, at what, all. What's going on here? Well, I think for your mother who was watching it, she couldn't figure out. You know, was this lady with the son? Was she that his for? Was she his wife? Um, because they were similar, you know, hairstyles, kind of the same size. Um, and, and so she wasn't sure who was who at, yeah, at one point, but I thought it was super touching, you know, where he, where he finally reveals that she's, she died and how we, she died. And, you know, she, he's sharing this, I, I should have gone, you know, and then Danny DeVito says, Whoa, what was the cholesterol on that woman? I just thought, it, and you know, yeah. And, they, and that Ben, he acknowledges, he goes, thanks for saying that. You know, that yeah. was, yeah. that was, thanks for it. And it was just, I thought it was really well done yeah. right then. Yeah. And again, nice. I think that's like going back to what we were talking about, Loki and Ahsoka. I think they felt like real characters. Right. They felt like, they didn't mm -hmm. feel like they were perfect anyway. They just felt kind of like you could run into that person and be an actual person. 
But the pacing's good. The world makes sense. I think the whole design of it all just feels really good. I really liked that. The uh, hat, bot go- hat box ghost or the main like villain in the movie was Jared super Leto. cool. Great voice. <laughs> yeah. Really good visuals at the end. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was, was cool. really anytime he was on it. I was like, show me more of this because I really like that. Um, just all of it was, I just feel like it felt really cohesive and, you know, the, the kid was really fun. Uh, the main, you know, boy in it. Uh, but just all of like, it was just enough scary, especially at the beginning. I think they did a good job where you aren't really even sure. Like when you glance in the, the, the mirror and then all of a sudden, you know, you see, yeah. or like the uh, hatchet bride is, you know, when the kids in there, like some of that stuff's pretty intense, but then like Ike said it, they always kind of bring it back or add a little bit of humor right afterwards. So it's not too bad. You know, I think it's the perfect mm. mixture of scary ish, but not, you know, true horror, you know? Um, yeah, it yeah. didn't. It didn't feel dark to me. I mean, sometimes seance stuff can. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't feel even that kind of felt. Well, they have the thing where she keeps falling asleep, jokey. you know, or yeah, whatever. Right, yeah. that was great. No, yeah. was I mean, yeah, she was kind of jealous of the guy for being able to go to the other side, <laughs> yeah. but she couldn't. All like, right, yeah, that was funny. Those kinds of things. Yeah, I thought all of that thought, stuff I, was cool. Even the so uh, since then we watched the Eddie Murphy uh, Haunted Mansion, and we started my personal favorite. <laughs> and then we started the uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion. Um, wow. And, you know, just the way they handled the, um, uh, oh, where the caretar- care- caretaker is, you know, when at the end of the ride where you go out into the graveyard, mm-hmm. you know, they, they you can tell they cover a lot of those same characters, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the opera lady and the, the guys with the guns. I guess they weren't in the um, actual uh, graveyard scene. Um, but I just thought it was, it was interesting to see how they did it differently from the Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. a, really a different story. Cause it was all about around Gracie, um, Mr. Gracie and, um, uh, and Eddie Murphy, but very... the other one really, he was a side character and, and, and this one. Yeah. No, I did feel mysterious too. One, Go ahead. Is it, is there a reason for the haunted house or is it like. Yeah, isn't Gracie punished? Why, why, why was Gracie punished in the Eddie Murphy version? Wasn't he? Did he poison her on accident or something? I the butler uh, did. The butler did oh, it. Confused. Oh right. You know. Of course. I mean, really, the Eddie Murphy carries the movie. Oh yeah. And it in is... that one, this one just felt like it kind that. of made sense. Yeah, it's like it was. I don't know. It just all worked together well. Yeah. It, yeah, it was had a way satisfying. Like, yeah, like when they explained the. Mm-hmm. the mystery of it or the you know how it all happened you're like okay which that's is extremely cool. dark i mean it is extremely dark oh, he yeah. literally murdered hundreds of people i mean i don't did they say how many he Dude. murdered before he went to the haunted house crump and then he buried them all in his basement like he literally 30 something but no, he must he have liked him because a lot of who, them were who buried him under there right uh, i think that's yeah. kind of a psychopath thing yeah it's it? like a serial killer where they <laughs> know but it's like remember he, their victim i guess he did a lot of effort you know yeah, i would i'd like to go right. back and look at those tombstones in slow that's motion that's like the that's the kind of from yeah. walking into the haunted mansion there. yes right. i wonder if the, they said definitely. the same thing here lies yeah. good old med there's some new ones too yeah but just yeah. they just yeah. nailed so. the ambiance like there's so many callbacks and i mean you know they head out in the stretching room the whole time and then they finally do the stretching room and like 
but it yeah, doesn't ever cool. feel weird. Like it just was like, yeah, there's that, yeah. there's that. Oh, look, there's the wallpaper. There's, you know, the floating candlestick. Like it all just works so well. Or even at the end, mm-hmm. it literally was the ride when they finally do the final ballroom scene. They're even like panning slowly through the gallery, like up above. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of, yeah. and it, I mean, yeah, it's one to one, but it and didn't like, feel bad. And one hot take I saw in uh, Lumangelo's group, someone posted that they thought the best of them, they're like, just watched it, it was okay. Haunted Mansion is definitely the best. And I was like, or the Muppet one. I'm like, are you insane? Oh my God. The Muppet one was trash. trash. I, mean, I love the Muppets and Haunted Mansion is my favorite ride. And that movie is trash. Yeah. Like I was so excited for it. But that's like, they're dune buggies in the Muppets movie. They're like the actual dune buggies. And they like tour the whole mansion or whatever. And this is like the chairs are the well, literally they just took some things and set it so up in front of a slideshow. Essentially is what terrible. the Haunted Mansion. Well, even it. that, mm-hmm. that um, again, a lot of Easter eggs. But did you see the when they were doing the seance, Ben was sitting in that chair that's the real famous one from uh, Disneyland. Actually, Raleigh Crump, who Ben has his autograph, mm. um, he designed that chair face. Um, and so I thought With that the, was yeah. interesting. Mm. Or which chair? Uh, no, uh, it, it's kind of got a face on okay. it. You can kind of oh, yeah. see it. What did you yeah. think of Madame Leota? Did you think... Uh, I don't know if you remember the one with Eddie Murphy, but she I thought she was a really good one in Eddie with Eddie Murphy. Did you like her as well in this one? I'd say she felt like she was weaker than the Eddie Murphy one. Like in Eddie Murphy, she's a pretty big part, I feel like, in this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's only in really like one scene. I'd say she's pretty forgettable. She felt the least was... like the original, I felt like, uh to me. Well, like that's such a critical scene in the ride, and I feel like it wasn't a big I mean, it was, she had plot stuff, but I felt like she wasn't really a huge role. I don't know. Not that they would ever go back and change the Hunter Mansion, but really it kind of, it kind of gave it more of a story uh, by watching this. You know, it kind of made sense why all these yeah. ghosts were all over the place. Yeah, it would be fun if they could update it a little bit. I know Jungle Cruise or whatever, they updated the ride after the movie came out a little bit, so... Cool I mean, that's a bad thing. Dwayne Johnson yeah. isn't in it. They don't need to touch perfection. Uh, yeah. The uh, but they doled it out pretty well too. Like you so. don't see the stair steps, like the ones with all the stairs going the different directions, until really far into the movie. You know, like yeah, it's like for a they, five they didn't just throw too. it all in the first ten minutes and then do the rest whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, which is I feel like sometimes movies will kind of, you know, like even the Jungle Cruise. A lot of it's from real early on, and then it kind of just kind of does its own thing, Goes which its makes sense. It's not yeah. like the Haunted Mansion, but. Um, I really liked that aspect overall. Um, yeah, and I thought Danny DeVito was really fun too. I thought just as a whole, mm-hmm. I think he worked good. I, it was honestly, it feels like in hindsight, it does seem like a smart move for them. I mean, maybe you guys would have gone to see it in theaters had it been released right around now. But like, I feel like, I mean, I saw it in theaters, and this is my second time watching it, and I definitely enjoyed it more the second time. And I, I liked it in theaters, but I, I don't know, something to do with like making a big event out of it. Like, I feel like it sets your expectations higher, maybe. And I was, I don't know, I was really excited for it. So in theaters, I was not, I don't remember being like, wow, this is super good. I just like, it was good. But second time around, like where it's just Disney Plus, I feel like it's a super strong, you know, Halloween Disney Plus release. And you guys are all way more positive than honestly than I thought you would be. So it's, yeah, that was really good. I'll watch it. I'll watch it every year. Even though I do think it would have been more successful in the movie theater had they done it in October or the end of September. Yeah, for sure. It kind of just got buried. I think the ending could have just let it go, I feel like. Yeah, my only real complaint was just the ending. I feel like it could have been a little stronger for sure with Crump. I think it would have been cool if he could have had some kind of cool moment where he i don't know fought something. Oh, i thought that was fine i just Sorry felt like the final final people. ending felt a tad that's what i mean uh 
I don't know. Felt oh, a little yeah. bit silly, but uh, it wasn't terrible. The graphic but was just... cool. The graphic was really cool when they're pulling him in the grave and she she keeps rechanting the spell. I thought that was really. It kind of felt like uh, uh, Facilier or whatever from Princess and the Frog being dragged. Well, I think cool. Ben kind of had that. You know, Doctor whatever his name is. Right. From he had that kind of look. Well, you know, but he reuses. That's the line where he uses from the superhero with the shoe. Oh. I you know, know, remember he says that he goes whatever he says get get back there or whatever he said whatever his line was yeah, he reuses that then huh, at the end that's cool wow. i also yeah, cool. uh oh shoot where i was gonna go with it oh I oh did, the music i, I thought was cool there was a lot of good you know ahana mansion uses yeah. and like remixed mm. in different ways go ahead sam yeah well, i was just gonna say i did really like the twist with the with the boy and mm-hmm. when he, he says like when he says i have my willing soul you're immediately like i thought that hit well like you didn't yeah, really expect cool. that it was pretty like up until ooh, then that's dark yeah it was mm-hmm. and, but it felt definitely dealt with some heavy things with the, i think like yeah, it wasn't so. just like oh this feels dark for the sake of being dark right. it's like this kid is actually the only really sad because he's lost his dad yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah and the part that was the one part that i did feel this is not necessarily being the movie it's just the whole worldview but it's just it is kind of sad uh because there are people who that is their belief you know is oh i hear a train whistle and that's my dad and it's you know it it is a kind of hopeless sad belief system if you you know believe that so i did kind of feel that again it's just a movie but you know it is godless which is kind of sad um if that was true you know but we should wrap it up there. Uh, a lot of great content. Uh, we'll be back uh, not next week. We're going to take a week off for vacation, and then we should be back, I think, with Darby O'Gill and the Little People uh, following that. Uh, but thank you for joining us for another discovery from the wonderful world of Disney+. And we'll see you real soon. Bye.